All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, May 3rd, 2020. You're listening to Voice of Christian Israel on Eurofolk Radio. I think uh, Pastor Martins is having a little bit of difficulty calling in. Uh, I had to go solo earlier on Bloodlines because Michael Swede couldn't make it. But uh, I think uh, I did a very inspiring message talking about the Hazard Circular how the Hazard Circular was a document put out by the Rothschild banking family, which tells us very plainly that they understood that the free enterprise system of America was a threat to their global banking monopoly. <clears throat> so I, uh, I ask you to listen to that show. It's already up in the, in the uh, show archives. But... Uh, etc. So uh, please listen to that because it's the banksters versus America. You understand now why the House of Rothschild, the Rockefellers, all these big mega corporations all now affiliated with the, uh, the big pharma, the war machine, uh, the welfare state, the food processing industry, how all of these Big corporations are joined at the hip and even, I think, actually making love to one another. (laughs) Uh, uh, I hate to use the image, uh, daisy chain. Okay, so, yeah, that's what these people are. The interlocking boards of directors and these big corporations and the revolving door between these corporations and the government has been a paradigm. We've heard about it for years and years and years. That's what's going on, and nobody's doing a damn thing about it. They've only been getting bigger and more powerful. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the people to get the pitchforks and the shovels and the clubs and other yard implements, <laughs> and uh, march up to the castle and drive Frankenstein out, because Frankenstein is the medical mafia, folks. Frankenstein is science gone crazy. Junk science is what it is. So, But first, uh, I, I can see uh, David is trying to make contact with me, but... Uh, he hasn't called in yet. So uh, there's a um, a paradigm that I put forward this morning. And it was based uh, on a speech by Dwight D. Eisenhower when he gave the military-industrial complex speech and gave the warning about it. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized that this monster should be called the military-industrial-petrochemical-pharmaceutical complex because those industries are, again, married at the hip with the military-industrial complex. The pharmaceutical industry, like the... Let's, let's, let's look at it this way. There was a time when the, the glass manufacturing company in the little town was lacking business. So they hired a bunch of gangbangers to go around town to smash windows. And voila, 
there was tremendous business again. That kind of typifies the boom and bust cycle that the big bankers use when they drive up the economy using the stock market to bubble the economy and then they take a pinprick and there goes the economy. And anybody who's foolish enough to invest in the stock market because it's all based on insider training. That's how they drive up the bubble. That's how they blow up the bubble. And then they pull the plug on the bubble. That's what the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds did in 1929. They simply stopped printing money and they stopped making loans, which left all of the investors, especially those who were buying on margin, in other words, they were borrowing money to purchase stocks. They lost everything. How many times are we going to allow the Rothschilds to do this to us? And I explained that what's really going on in the world today is they're using the coronavirus fake-edemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, as a distraction away from their not, un, not, not necessarily unplanned uh, bubble burst, because what's happening in 2019, if you listen to all of the gold bugs, they've been telling us that in 2019, another bubble has been created just worse, three or four times worse than the one they created in 2008, or sorry, 2008. And so, because confidence in the stock market since 2008 has not yet recovered, not by the general public, and nobody wants to get burnt again. So in order to disguise this bubble burst, they created this pandemic. But at the same time, they're also rolling out 5G. They've got thousands of satellites up there already ready to turn the grid on. Uh, The Internet of Things in which your smartphone can be used for wonderful things like downloading movies in a split second as opposed to waiting five minutes. If you're riding on the L and you can't wait five minutes for the download, there's something wrong. Talk about impatience. All right, Pastor Martin's uh, telling me that the network is extremely unstable and slow. Okay, I think everybody is watching internet TV, <laughs> slowing down his network. See, the wonder, the wonders of globalism, the wonders of 5G. Okay. So in addition to using your smartphones and your smart meters as part of the 5G grid, they're going to ramp up the power so you get cooked to death. They're going to use these smartphones to spy on you. They're going to inject you with nanobots so they can control you and also spy on you. They're using the 5G towers and the uh, LED lights that they're putting in everywhere also to create a weaponized grid where they can triangulate you and zap you You, because that's what they want to do if you don't behave yourself. And then, if necessary, they can use the 5G technology to start fires anywhere 
and everywhere. That's what happened in California when they had targeted fires. You've probably seen the videos and the photographs of fires in California where the hubcaps of cars were melted, the cars burned out, but the tree right next to it wasn't even touched. What kind of a forest fire burns cars, melts their hubcaps, and doesn't burn the trees? Folks, this is high-tech upon high-tech upon high-tech, and they're going to use it to control you, punish you, and whatever else they can do to you and cook you, if necessary. And that's what the vaccines are all about. They're rolling. It's part of the Internet of Things. And, of course, the medical complex is using false evidence, doctoring, so to speak, the the, uh, medical reports reporting COVID-19 for hangnails, and get this, asymptomatic COVID-19. Really? Asymptom? If you don't have any symptoms, you're not sick. How do they know? Because they did a test, which is only based on symptoms, yet you're asymptomatic, and they don't even have a test yet? And they don't even have a vaccine yet? This is incredible, folks. It's intellectual sabotage. That's what it is. The people of the world have been completely dumbed down by, and actually I should include the educational establishment. These people are destroying our lives, robbing us of our health. Now our jobs, which they have been doing for quite some time anyway, GATT and NAFTA were simply transfers of wealth and jobs to slave-run countries like Japan and Mexico and others, where they pay these people slave labor, and they got rid of your job and your house and your car, and threw you out in the street by this free trade. That's what they call it. But really, it's the biggest transfer of wealth from the working class to the banksters and their cohorts in recorded history. It's been going on since the free trade began. And it's not going to cease until we expose this beast, this mystery Babylon beast of the book of Revelation. Okay, so I'm going to uh, do a little bit of research here. And, you know, because we've been talking about the time of Jacob's troubles. But we are in in a situation where... This beast, this monster, controls all aspects of our lives by the commerce they have produced, by the banking establishment, by the medical establishment, which makes us sick with the garbage food that they produce, 
weakening our immune systems to the point where we do catch something and get sick enough to go to the hospital where they inject us with more poison claiming to cure us. Are you comprehending the tentacles of this empire of deceit? Now, these same people will never cease to complain about Adolf Hitler, the Nazis, and the eugenics campaign that they had. But these people also are eugenicists, and way bigger, more powerful, and more deadly eugenicists than the Nazis ever were. Yet, they don't talk about, well, it's called abortion. They've just renamed eugenics abortion. They've just renamed eugenics the depopulation program. The founder of Planned Parenthood was a eugenicist. She favored abortion and other ways of eliminating people from the population. Yet, they have dropped the term eugenics and you know cuz what they always do and even eugenics is a euphemism eugenics simply means calling the population of the you know, the people you don't like the people the the what's the uh the unmet oh the deplorables there you go calling the population of the deplorables i'm going to read now and i'll put this into the chat room I didn't realize until I found this link that there was a G.K. Chesterton organization that uh, is dedicated to the memory of G.K. Chesterton. And it states, Lecture 36, Eugenics and Other Evils by Dale Alquist. Now remember, the eugenicist movement is in full bloom, is being operated by the left, not by the right, by the left. Jesus said, I come to give you life, and that more abundantly. But the Democratic Party, the abortion industry, and the feminist movement have come to give us death. And that more abundantly. Lecture by Dale Alquist, The Case Against a Scientifically Designed Society. Eugenics is a nice sounding word, combining as it does the Greek words for good and birth. And Francis Galton, who made up the word and the idea, proposed eugenics for the betterment of mankind. Tyrants always do what they do for the betterment of mankind. But that's as far as the nice-sounding stuff goes. The actual definition is rather horrible. The controlled and selective breeding of the human race. That is, culling the deplorables. By the way, the most deplorable people in the world today are Christians. Galton based his ideas on the theories of his cousin, 
Charles Darwin. By the beginning of the 20th century, when Darwin's theory was safely embraced by the scientific establishment, despite the fact that it was false, eugenics was getting good press. The New York Times gave it a constant and positive coverage. Luther Burbank and other scientists promoted eugenics. George Bernard Shaw said that nothing but a eugenic religion could save civilization. Yeah, where the rich kill the poor to get the poor out of the way. Only one writer wrote a book against eugenics, G.K. Chesterton. Eugenics and Other Evils may be his most prophetic book. Eugenics led directly to the birth control movement. All the same players were involved, such as Margaret Sanger, who was a member of the American Eugenics Society and was the editor of the Birth Control Review. By the way, Bill Gates Sr. and Bill Gates Jr. are both in the abortion business, and they're in the culling business. Bill Gates caused so much death and destruction in India with his vaccines that one of the Indian Politicians said that Bill Gates is merely continuing the work of Monsanto, whose deadly seeds bankrupted thousands, if not millions, of Indian farmers, causing many of them to commit suicide. So after that disaster caused by Monsanto, then Bill Gates comes along and injures and kills hundreds of thousands of Indian children with his vaccine. So he's been banned, him and his organization, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, have been banned from India. He continues, The primary philosophy was trumpeted on the cover of the Birth Control Review, quote, More children for the fit, less for the unfit. She made clear who she considered unfit. Hebrews? Does she mean Jews or Israelites here? Slavs, Catholics, and Negroes. She said, quote, he's quoting this, I hope he gives the the, um, citation. She set up her birth control clinics only in their neighborhoods. That's interesting. She openly advocated the idea that such people should apply for official permission to have babies as immigrants have to apply for visas. Why don't we hear of this connection between Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, and eugenics? It's called Big Pharma today. Two words, Adolf Hitler. He officially instituted eugenics, leading an entire country in carrying out its principles, not only to breed what he believed to be a superior race, sorry, but to eliminate everyone whom he considered to be inferior. Well, I don't know if he went to uh, the trouble of killing people. I think they're getting this, the, the assumption here is that he killed Jews deliberately in the concentration camps. But we know that's a myth. 
That didn't go on. What Hitler did do, he wanted to breed white people. That's for sure. So that's eugenics in the true sense of the word. Breeding more white people, good white people. They didn't practice abortion of white people. He wanted to increase the population of white people. And this whole business about uh, killing people in the concentration camps has been extended to other aspects of German life, which simply aren't true. Since the Holocaust narrative is false, all the other assumptions people pile upon it, those are also false. Where did Hitler find early support for his eugenic ideas? From Margaret Sanger and her circle. Eugenic scientists from Nazi Germany wrote articles for Sanger's birth control review. So if this is true, I would like to look up the history of the birth control review and see some of the articles there. And members of Sanger's American Birth Control League visited Nazi Germany sat in on sessions of the Supreme Eugenics Court and returned with glowing reports of how the sterilization law was weeding out the worst strains in the Germanic stock in a scientific and truly humanitarian way, according to them. Okay, now, how many other societies have sterilized, used sterilization? Certainly the leftists have. Yet, they routinely criticize Hitler for this policy, which they themselves are a hundred times more guilty of. After World War II, when the world learned of the horror... Oh yeah, here we go, the horrors, uh, Holocaust. I knew the Holocaust was going to come in here. The horrors of the Holocaust in the death camp. So this is where basically they're getting their their, uh, attacks against Adolf Hitler. The term eugenics was utterly discredited. Margaret Sanger was quick to distance herself from eugenics and began to emphasize birth control as supposedly a feminist issue. We don't hear about eugenics at all anymore. This is how they changed the language, folks. Planned Parenthood. That's an even better sounding euphemism than eugenics. But unfortunately, the philosophy behind eugenics is with us still. Generally speaking, all of the original arguments in favor of eugenics have become the same arguments in favor of birth control, abortion, euthanasia, and even cloning. Are the Nazis doing this stuff, folks? Or are the liberals doing this stuff? Chesterton understood this, but he understood it in 1910, which is when he started writing this book, which was not published until 1922. As with so many other things, Chesterton saw exactly what we see, only he saw it long before it happened. Eugenics, like abortion, bases all of its benefits on denying an entire class of humans today, primarily the unborn, their humanity. With eugenics, it was the unfit, which usually meant the poor, the weak, or simply the ethnic types who were just having too many children. 
But now today, they overpopulate the non-whites in order to crowd out the whites. Where's all the concern for overpopulation? When I was going to the co- in college in the 60s, overpopulation was like the hand-wringing issue of the day. Oh, we're so overpopulated. But now the liberals are encouraging non-whites to breed more babies so they can crowd us out like weeds. With abortion, and you don't even hear about overpopulation anymore. It's gone, just like eugenics. With abortion... There is a perceived benefit to someone by eliminating the weakest and most defenseless of humans, the unborn. As Chesterton says with chilling accuracy, they seek his life in order to take it away. They want you to come into the abortion clinic or they want you to get a vaccine. Either way, kill you slowly or kill you fast. The advantage in killing us slowly is they can medicate us and extract our bank accounts from us. And when our bank accounts run run out, the insurance companies will take over the payments and ultimately the government in the form of Medicaid and Medicare. So these industries, and this is what's happening today, folks, all of these industries are making money off the, oh, how should I put this? The monetization of death. The monetization of disease and death. They have invested in these death-inducing technologies. And because there's so many people in the world, and we don't, have an overpopulation problem. Pastor Martins, I think two weeks ago, talked about a scenario where he could place the entire population of the planet somewhere in Texas. Uh, When I was countering the arguments of the liberals, when I think the population of the world was 5 billion, I think it's 7.5 billion now, the entire population of the world could be standing shoulder to shoulder placed in the district of Jacksonville, Florida. So, that's not overpopulation. What What's going on is that the super-rich want to have this planet for themselves, and they want to kill those people who, according to them prevent this place from being a paradise. But who who's polluted this planet? The petrochemical industry. The war machine. How much pollution comes out of your hospitals? Plastic. Syringes. Dirty rags. Bloody rags. Eugenics and abortion is about the tyranny of the elite. Okay, that was Australia. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that leaves a whole lot of territory unpopulated. Okay, and that's probably too big. Certainly, uh, maybe, maybe it was Sydney. <laughs> 
if five billion can fit in the confines of Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida, then seven and a half billion don't require a continent. Okay, it's about money. It's about the elite. It was the Rockefellers and the Carnegies and other capitalist lords who funded eugenics research in the early 20th century. But what do they do? They all point the finger at Adolf Hitler, the one who saved Germany out of the Depression, and the one against whom the international bankers began to make war when his economic policies succeeded and the Jewish banking policies failed, they went on to be major supporters of Planned Parenthood. Chesterton says that wealth and the social science supported by wealth tries inhuman experiments. Social might as well say the art of psychology and psychiatry and the death and mayhem they create with their drugs, their abortions, their slash-and-burn form of medicine, which is sometimes necessary, but they have a horrible record of chronic disease and genetic disease, most of which they create with their vaccinations. Allergies, etc., Disease, autism, there was no such thing as autism until vaccinations appeared. So, on one side, they make us sick, like throwing rocks at a glass window, and then the glass company comes in and repairs the damage. They're both working for the same cartel. And when they fail, they try even more inhuman experiments. They are inhuman because they are godless. But no, they're satanic. But they are satanic because they don't want to face how inhuman they are. The wealthy industrialists became agnostics, says Chesterton. Not so much because he did not know where he was as because he wanted to forget. He wanted to forget the inhuman treatment of other humans through war, through chemical poisons, and now through medicine, accepted medicine. They admit they kill 200,000 people alone here in America in hospitals. Yet, they want to take our guns away when only a handful, by comparison, are killed by guns owned by legally owned gun owners. Okay? So they blow that out of proportion, eugenically, while they cover up their own crimes committed by the medical mafia. Many of the rich took to skepticism exactly as the poor took to drink because it was a way out. I think skepticism is too mild a word. Eugenics is also about the tyranny of science. 
Forget the tired old argument about religion persecuting science. Chesterton points out the obvious fact that in the modern world it is quite the other way around. The thing that really is trying to tyrannize through government is science. Yeah. Petroscience. The petros. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how do you kind of petro death? Petrodollar? <laughs> the petrodollar. The petroleum business. Armies run on trucks. Tires. Gasoline. Glass. Plastic. All of these things are products of the petroleum industry. Armies run on petroleum and plastics. And don't forget, they need bandages. <laughs> and clubfoots. And crutches and wheelchairs. Are you getting the picture, folks? Are you seeing how big this monster really is? The thing that really does use the secular arm is science. Science has become a death machine. I haven't even talked about the bomb and all the nasty weapons that they've produced that are used routinely on civilian populations and the drones that target innocent individuals. That was kind of like Barack Obama's favorite sport. Yeah, that reminds me. There's a good video about Julian Assange and how he exposed how the American military, I, should, I shouldn't call it American, the Judeo-American military just takes, takes innocent civilians out. And so Hillary Clinton said of Julian Assange, when he, uh, because they've tried to extradite him, can't we just take him out with a drone? This is the same woman who, having had Gaddafi assassinated, she said, we came, we saw, he died. <laughs> That's Hillary Clinton for you. If she's not the great whore of revelation, actually the great whore is the international banking establishment. Eugenics is also about the tyranny of science. And the creed that is really levying the tithes and capturing schools, the creed that really is enforced by fine and imprisonment, the creed that is really proclaimed not in sermons but in statutes and spread not by pilgrims by policemen, that creed is the great but disputed system of thought which began with evolution and has ended in eugenics and now is called COVID-19. Materialism is really our established church. For the government will really, really help it to persecute its heretics. Are you feeling persecuted yet by the military, industrial, petrochemical, pharmaceutical 
complex? Are you starting to get the big picture? Eisenhower left up to two of the more powerful industries in that complex. That the vaccination program is one of the most profitable businesses in the world. Just ask Bill Gates. But the profits from vaccination do not come from the free enterprise system. They come from vaccines being mandated upon you and me by the government. So here's that incestuous relationship once again. Because nobody wants the vaccines, and they've already got their storehouses full of them, and nobody's buying except the government. They must force you to be vaccinated. Otherwise, their investment rots on the shelf. Do you see how all this is orchestrated? Totally orchestrated by these billionaires and trillionaires, such as Bill Gates, and Dr. Fauci is one of them. He's one of their ilk, and so is Deborah Burks, and even is Mr. Pence. And, sorry to say, Donald Trump, when he signed that, that executive order on 13 or 14 March, I forget which it is, declaring a state of emergency, which is the same as declaring martial law, he turned the government over to FEMA for six months. So we are under martial law, thanks to President Trump. And that law was passed right after 9-11. So they were setting us up for this long ago. We've been set up, folks. And the pharmaceutical industry, the hospitals, the insurance companies, the government, the World Health Organization, the Centers for Disease Control, the National Institute for Health, they're all part of it. All of these bureaucrats, these bumbling bureaucrats, these psychotic bureaucrats who believe in abortion and depopulation, and they spout their venom with a smile on their face. That is what is happening, folks. And anybody who believes that this system is in our best interest, I'm sorry. You're nothing but a useful idiot, as Lenin said. Repeating, materialism is really our established church, for the government will really help it to persecute its heretics. This is the revolving door between government and uh, the mega corporations, big pharma, Big business, big banks, big insurance, big investments, all of these gigantic monopolies. Monopolies are created by government, folks. 
our government is supposed to see to it that free enterprise operates without interference. We have the exact opposite today. The government is imposing monopoly upon us and they call it good. Chesterton says the problem with official science is that it steadily becomes more official while it becomes less scientific. The man in the street, he says, must be wholly at the mercy of an academic priesthood. If people who care about traditional truths attempt to object to eugenics or birth control or cloning, they are barraged with what Chesterton calls the same stuffy science, the same bullying bureaucracy, and the same terrorism by 10th-rate professors. And communists, I would add. Note, this is a very short uh, essay. Note, a recent edition of Eugenics and Other Evils from Inkling Books reveals that this terrorism by 10th-rate professors... Editor Michael Perry has added articles and excerpts from Francis Galton from the American Eugenics Association, from the Birth Control Review, and other proponents of eugenics. The early writers reveal their atrocious ideas, and the later writers gloss them over. The later writers recognized Chesterton's book was an obstacle to their implementing their ideas. Okay, so here's the picture. The abortion industry, the eugenics industry, the global depopulation industry, big pharma, Planned Parenthood, feminism, socialism, the social injustice warriors who are all dupes of this system, the international banksters, the petroleum industry, the petrochemical industry, the war machine, they are all one big corporation who have taken over all governments. And those governments that stand in their way are run over by this war machine. And the mass media is the product of their warped minds. That's what it is. And the real target of this war machine, this big pharma death machine, is Christianity. Because, especially as practiced by white people, because they know we're Israelites. They know we're the real Christians. and But they, they just say Christian. They don't, they don't want to name a particular race when they use their eugenics platform. But even black people and Mexicans who are hearing me now, they're, they're targeting your children, too. You become a number. You become a marked person. The mark of the beast. Marked for elimination. And if they can't in eliminate you by abortion, they'll eliminate you by disease. And once you get in a hospital, as we've been hearing reports, especially from New York City... And we know that the vast majority, if not all of them, of these COVID diagnoses are fake. 
There is no disease. They're even talking about asymptomatic COVID-19, which is absurd. They're doing absolutely the wrong thing by putting these people on ventilators because as soon as they put these people on ventilators, they die. They're being murdered by the medical mafia. (laughs) A pop-up on my screen. Revolutionary mask, better than surgical masks. Surgical masks are worn by the hospital personnel so that they don't accidentally infect the patients. Throughout history, quarantine has been for the people who are sick. This is the very first time in history that the general healthy population has been quarantined for quote-unquote their own good. No, they would be quarantining the really sick Because if you don't go out and get some fresh air, instead of re-breathing your own carbon dioxide in your face mask. But they're arresting people for going out into the country and taking walks or walking their dogs. Besides which, we're talking, these viruses, if they even cause disease, and I don't believe they do, they're the result of disease. There's just an indication that you had a disease. You may still have the disease, but viruses are excreta from healthy cells trying to get rid of bad protein. That's what viruses really are. So can these viruses then reinfect the cell that has just ejected it? Very, very few studies about this. So... When the electron microscope was invented, it killed whatever was the subject of the experiment, of the observation. It killed it. But Royal Rife invented a microscope which did not kill the subject under observation. And he was murdered so that his idea could not be promulgated to the health industry. Because why? Because the Rockefellers had a monopoly on the electron microscope. And it's too expensive for the vast majority of researchers to buy for themselves. So they're at the mercy of the Rockefeller monopoly on health. Otherwise known as the American Medical Association. Are you beginning to realize who the real enemy is? So this pandemic is a product of many factors, the most serious of which is they want to kill off those of us who they do not want. And the number one people on the list are Christians. Christians are the most persecuted people on the face of the earth, and they're being persecuted by metocrats. They're being persecuted by Jews. They're being persecuted by the warfare state. And even the welfare state is involved. How is the welfare state involved? Well, the people who are poor and stay poor because of the welfare state 
Their diets are horrible. The welfare state doles out just enough money for you to stay sick on a terrible diet composed of macaroni and cheese, sugar, processed carbohydrates, which means more sugar, sugar substitutes like Equal and uh, Splenda, Aspartame, which is just as bad, if not worse. It's actually worse than sugar. If you read the research on aspartame, it will tell you that one of the side effects of aspartame is increased diet, I mean, sorry, increased hunger, increased appetite. So all these people who drink diet pop, either those who are already overweight or those who are afraid of becoming overweight, this sugar substitute is not helping you lose weight and it's poisoning you with the petrochemicals that are contained in it. Now, not to mention the whatever like the, the cocoa plant from which Coca-Cola comes from being sprayed with glyphosate and other chemicals, other poisons are being absorbed into the cocoa plant and you're getting poisoned that way. Even the plastic that contains the water and the pop, etc. That leaches out formaldehyde and other chemicals. So they are poisoning us while they have their public relations organizations, the big networks, who are supported and funded, their advertising, their number one advertiser is Big Pharma. And they're not about to bite the hand that feeds them by creating articles and specials about how we're being poisoned by the very industry that claims to be helping us. Do you see how pervasive, how ubiquitous, how ever-present this beast system is and is going to get much worse when they finally activate 5G So, again, remember this meme, folks. It's not just the military-industrial complex. It's the military-industrial petroleum or petrochemical pharmaceutical industry, MIPP. The military-industrial petrochemical pharmaceutical industry. It's one gigantic beast and it has a revolving door with government, as obviously the military does, as now obviously the pharmaceutical industry does. And you essentially have two welfare states. The people who get little handouts month to month so they can maintain their horrible diets, including margarine, fake this and fake that, and then you have the corporate welfare 
by which all of these industries, be they independent corporations or NGOs, non-governmental organizations, they're all funded by this industry. And big government taxes us to fund this industry. Do you see how we're being robbed and killed slowly? All of these four beasts, which could be likened to the four horsemen of the apocalypse, are interwoven with the globalist structure of the United Nations Organization, which was created by the Rothschild banking family for the express purpose of bringing about a one-world government. Or, as Daddy Bush called it, a new world order. So, spokespeople on both sides of the aisle, Republican and Democrat, have all been touting the benefits of this new world order. But the new world order is nothing but the old world order of Nimrod. Going back to ancient Babylon. That's all it is. It's total control. But it's being sold to us for its supposed benefits, and they sweep all of the evils under the rug. The current COVID-19 crisis has been manufactured by the same globalist superpowers who both manufacture all of the above products that I've been talking about, but also manufacture disease through their subsidiaries, such as the petrochemical industry and the food processing industry and the war machine and the vaccine industry, folks. They poison us. Oh, reminds me, Janet Reno. We have to kill the children to save the children. Yet mass media never talks about how these subsidiary industries poison our bodies and pollute the atmosphere, rivers, and oceans, and we're blamed for global warming. How about HARP, where that antenna array heats the atmosphere to 2 million degrees? And they have the technology to steer hurricanes, create hurricanes, and all kinds of other weather changes, including earthquakes. And they blame it on us and tell us we have to give our lifestyle so they can enslave us. Who do they blame all of the evils of the world on? The Nazis. Those evil Nazis. When was the last time a Nazi did anything to you, hurt you, threatened you, attacked you on the street. They're dredging up a ghost. They're dredging up the ghost of Nazism in order to terrorize you into accepting the Jew world order. Folks, this is simply called divide and conquer. Former mayor of Chicago, 
who was Barack Obama's chief of staff in the White House, Rahm Emanuel, made a very succinct and pointed statement, off-quoted by conspiracy truthers such as myself, to the effect that never let a good crisis go to waste. But what most people don't realize is that these four beasts actually conspire, like the seven sisters of the petroleum industry, to deprive us of health and happiness with all of the poisons they create. So, lacking a crisis, they just create crises, one after another. One war after another. One pandemic after another. One faked shooting after another. So they can demonize the Second Amendment. Are you beginning to realize? Are you beginning to realize, folks, that this monster is pervasive? Totally pervasive. And the only thing we can do about it is to assert our constitutional rights. Uh, thanks, Dave. I, I just boosted my uh, volume. I guess my volume was too low. But, wow. Have we been fooled or what? Have we been manipulated or what? And I actually have to include the churches here. Because the churches are pushing this garbage too. Thanks to lying butcher Johnson and his 5013C legislation by which established churches become IRS tax-exempt corporations and therefore must follow IRS regulations. Folks, you have become slaves to this monster called MIPP. Let everybody know about the military-industrial petrochemical pharmaceutical monster so they can look around them and see what surrounds the very air and intellectual environment they believe. Thank you for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. I will see you next time. <laughs>